1: Welcome to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Today, your hosts are myself, Krista Brazo, and next to me, I have
0: Joe Horstmeier,
1: and our special guest today. Special. Please introduce yourself. Special.
2: I'm Taylor Harlan. <laughs>
0: Hi,
2: Hi, Taylor, Taylor Harlan. <laughs> Hi. Thanks <laughs> for
1: joining us today. Yeah, you owe me a coke. No, I. You don't. Know, you owe me
2: a coke because
1: I don't drink I soda. S- <laughs>
2: oof no but that's Maybe why you owe, owe her a, like a vitamin water or something
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i said jinx first though
1: oh that's how
0: that works i'm, but, not, uh, I'm
1: a little <laughs> iffy on the rules that's yeah. okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not a race joe <laughs> we'll discuss we'll discuss so, often, so this is
1: mind. the second harlan we've had on the podcast this is the this first harlan. time we've had two people from the same family on the podcast which can happen it can more oh, often yeah. than you'd think here. We've got at, a lot of families that work here. At, at off Johnson, the clock,
0: though. very cool. So I'm looking forward to
2: more of this
1: happening in the future. Yeah. Agreed. Why yeah. don't we start off with your Johnsonville story, Taylor?
2: Okay, um, so I guess I started started working for staff in 2008, right when I turned 18. So uh, decided I wanted to see what see what the factory life was like. I was working at uh, at Culver's in Plymouth for a good period of time before that. So we, thank we you. We
1: heard that that's a family tradition.
2: Yeah. <laughs> to yeah, to I,
1: work at Culver's.
2: I, uh, I'm basically, so, I mean, I'm not as cool as my dad, but I'm like the trailblazer of the Harlan family. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I blaze trails, and then the rest of them kind of follow Sweet. that trail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, role of the older brother, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. So I started working for staff, and I worked... First shift primarily at Countryside. And it was only a couple months, probably a summer, that I worked here. And then I uh, left and went and did some school and things like that. And then uh, when that didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to, I came back and uh, started as staff again in February of 2010. And I liked my days off and was just kind of being a couch bum maybe a little bit. <laughs> and so uh, I stayed staff for probably two years uh, doing that. And then I got hired on full-time on third shift over at Riverside, grinding and blending uh, in May of 2012. And- Good times. Yeah. I loved, I, I mean, it was it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed uh, doing that job because it was just go, go, go. You had to think about all the different formulations. There was always like new products coming through and it was just all around- It was pretty rad. So so I did that, uh, I think, probably about a year and a half or two years. Um, And then I came to second shift here at Countryside. I was a stuffer for a month. Um, I learned to stuff when I was in the day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe even less than a month. Maybe (laughs) even less. Yeah. Because I learned to stuff when I was staff. uh, So then when I came back, it was really, really no big deal to just pick up again. Hmm. Um, And then. There was a grinder position open on the main line, so I took that spot. And not long after, I uh, got an assistant team leader position, and I was enjoying doing that. And then uh, I started doing the learning coordinator blended role, so two days sure. a week. I was coming off the floor, and uh, I actually, was, I was actually helping to build all the work instructions for Perry Way, Mm -hmm. um as that had well watertown had just burned down right right. so we were trying to build all the work instructions to so this was only like two years ago then
0: huh not even or yeah
2: yeah right around there yeah right around probably a little over two years ago yeah all right yeah so we were just trying to get all the work instructions up to date so that we could maybe start start again when Perryway was built uh so i did that for i think two months um and then uh Learning coordinator position opened up, so then I went for that, and I got that, and I don't know. Now I'm here. This is <laughs> history. Yeah, I've been doing this. Been doing this for a little while. I've been having a great time. Uh, yeah, you know, I think
1: your personality seems well suited for the learning coordinator role.
2: Yeah, I mean, outgoing it's
1: outgoing and you like a challenge. Yeah. It sounds like.
0: Yeah, Do you should see the spreadsheet he he
2: built. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not. I think I have. I think Kurt has <sighs> the other I, one of the learning. I get tired it looking at. Yeah. It.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's complex. <laughs> I inherited. Uh, they, you talk about genetic versus learned traits. I inherited Excel skills from my dad. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that one was genetic.
1: <laughs> nice, yeah.
2: fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's been a great time. You know, definitely a different change of pace for me from uh, working out in the plant. Uh, a lot of different challenges um, that I face in this role that have been surprising and fun. Uh, for me to for me to go through. So it's been it's been pretty cool. You and
0: many other Johnsonville stories like yours where again, Johnsonville opens up the doors for those who want the challenge, you know, and you have stepped up to the plate time and time again. Who knows what's next? What is next,
2: Taylor? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I should probably know. Yeah. Um As the
1: learning coordinator, I would say you should have a vision for that at some point. Yeah, we're not putting you on the spot. Was,
2: no. Um, I mean, so I've been doing a lot of work with change management and change leadership. Uh, It's been something that, I don't know, about a year ago, maybe a little bit more, there was a conference that I saw that was around change management. And it was just all about how do you make changes faster and more effective. And I thought back to my time on the floor and all the different times that change was being done to me. Okay. And, um, And thought about, you know, if we could get better at that, that would be a win. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
2: So yeah. So I I started looking into that and, um, you know, I've, I've had some great experiences and some great learnings doing that. I've been reading all kinds of books. Um, and I've been given some opportunities to participate in some pretty large scale projects, uh, providing some change management consultation and, um, it's been really rewarding because you know I, I can see a benefit and others that I'm working with can see a benefit from some of the things that I've been learning so that's you know added fuel to my fire so now I'm reading even more books and yeah, yeah. trying to bring in just more concepts uh, around the change management field um, you know we do have we do have uh, a change manager at Johnsonville that works in IT named Debbie Noyes so okay. um, we do have some of that already but um, I think what, I, what I've been focusing on what I've been trying to do is bring some of that change management um, maybe to a plant level. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I remember just working out on the floor and you know, changes is happening and you're like, I don't even know why this is happening oh, yeah. or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, why this is important. I think if you can get people bought in and you can get people engaged uh, with that change and why it's happening, not only can their input help to make your change better but great communication i think helps everyone and when projects go off smoothly it just it feels so much better yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i i think that johnsonville has the culture to allow you know exactly what you're talking about no one's gonna say eh, i don't think what you're doing is right you know no one here will do that so say so hey kudos dude way yeah, to go good yeah. job r- to quote you that's rad that's
2: rad that is rad yeah Growing up growing up in the in the West Coast has left me with all sorts of words like rad and gnarly.
1: <laughs> That's and other, okay.
2: Other things that I say all the time. I'm looking forward to hearing them more <laughs> during this episode. So.
1: Totally. All right, so let's start talking a little bit about what you do off the clock. I think a good lead into this part is we've mentioned a couple times now that you're part of the Harlan family and people who've been listening to the podcast probably remember we interviewed your dad, Brian, about this incredible family that you have. So did you want to reflect on that at all you know did you did you listen to the episode taylor i definitely
2: did okay good Uh, (laughs) i'm certain my whole
1: awkward if you did not
2: yeah (laughs) let's
0: postpone this and do this again another day (laughs) yeah well
2: we'll be right back after these (laughs) short
1: messages
2: (laughs) while i go listen to the episode no no yeah i i definitely listened to it i my whole family had a great time listening to the episode Uh, my mom had maybe some uh, adjustments or corrections, ah, as,
0: as the spouse usually does. So, we usually call
2: that housekeeping. Yeah. So maybe we should have your
0: dad. Unless you want to take care of those right now.
2: I forgot. Okay. Right? Yeah. I maybe don't. Should have your dad back on and have. You don't, him, uh, My dad's great. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he's he's uh, you know a real great guy to talk to and stuff. But if you want like the realness my mom's the one to talk to okay yeah she keeps track of everything she's got like a calendar everything's written down and i mean with that many kids you kind of have to kind of have to you know keep everything written down and can't even imagine so i feel like i need
1: five personal assistants just to manage Uh your family it's crazy
2: Mm -hmm. my mom's like the sweet accurate one my dad's maybe more the charismatic uh bald one
1: (laughs) charismatic <laughs> <Here's laughs> bald one. brian I hope you're listening. All right.
2: <laughs> Got that
0: picture down right in my brain. There we go. Okay.
2: Yeah. You know, I guess growing up is was uh it was a great time uh just being a part of my family, you know. Uh I say the bald one cuz I don't know there was never really a good good area to give my dad grief other than hair loss so
1: <laughs> that's saying a lot though that's, yeah. awesome. it is. that's actually yeah.
2: really creative of you so that's the only that's the only dirt i to onto this one thing i really have on my dad so that's every awesome so every time he's you know acting out of line or whatever you know just give him some grief about being bald and, <laughs> nice. and move along <laughs> yeah move along you know he'll pick on me for all kinds of things because obviously you know um, when you're a dad and you have a kid, you get to see your kid do all the dumb things that they do. Yeah, I think. So he's got a lot of dirt. Sure. Oh, no. yeah. Fantastic. And I've got, like, no dirt. So okay, yeah. bald's all I got. Oh,
0: well. That's not yeah. too bad. Use it and abuse it? Uh,
2: so. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
1: I have a question. So the the most gripping part of Brian's story was when he was in Ukraine Um, mm-hmm. and the whole, what was it, there was, like, an, over, an uh, upheaval going on at the time. What was it like for you? Being back home, kind of waiting to find out what was happening and when they were coming back,
2: yeah, it was pretty intense. I was actually um, was going to go with my dad instead of oh, my wow. sister natalie huh. so but Ultimately, I decided to stay and work so that I could continue to make money. Um, (laughs) Oh,
1: that whole money thing. (laughs) Jeez.
2: Yeah. So there wasn't a good way for me to work out uh, time off. And ultimately, I'm I'm glad I wasn't there because I'm maybe more of like a high stress, intense type person, whereas... Uh, my dad and Natalie maybe were more suited to deal with Russian armed soldiers in their <laughs> face interrogating them in Russian. Oh, Lord. But yeah, yeah I actually, I started learning some YouTube Russian for a little bit when I was thinking about going over there. What's different between Russian and YouTube
0: Russian?
1: Yeah, I feel like yeah. there's a distinction in there somewhere.
2: Well, yeah, like it wasn't Rosetta Stone, right? <laughs> so uh, I'm just going off of YouTube videos. Uh, that are just you know, so like a sample would be, uh-huh, yep and it
1: yep.
2: means, Excuse me, miss, do you speak English?
1: <laughs> hey, that's a very, very important line to know, yeah. So that's awesome. And I don't know how to say,
2: sir, so, well. <gasps> so I'm only approaching women. <laughs> That excuse me so miss funny. excuse me miss yeah because i don't i don't know sir so oh, that rolled job right job, off though. your tongue yeah, though that was amazing I, like i said youtube russian it's oh, you can wow. learn anything on the internet so That's nice. so youtube can teach you pretty much any language you want to learn
1: wow <laughs>
2: <laughs> the rosetta stone's expensive i have a yeah. rosetta stone for spanish okay yeah i have
1: it too yeah.
2: but um you know for for russian i was like YouTube? i don't know yeah Interesting. Don't, know, don't have it in the budget to learn Russian this year. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't think you can pirate learn a language. So no. no Unless not, you not.
1: only want to learn the swears and slang or something. Uh, I yeah. that's <laughs>
2: it's not like pirating a DVD. I'm, I'm pirating Russian.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, if anybody can figure it out, though, it's probably you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, I guess to answer your question, it was it was definitely pretty scary, you know, because you're watching all the things in the news um with with all that going on and you know buildings are getting blown up and people are rioting and just all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, aircraft being shot down. Wow. Um, and know, so that Ryan was nerve wracking. failed to mention those yeah, he
1: things. Didn't say he all did that. say
2: there was a riot, but he did not mention mm-hmm. the buildings
0: blowing up or the aircraft. He mentioned
1: armed up. soldiers though. He did mention that as well. A train. I just remember. This remembered. story has
0: just gotten more intense
1: yeah, it to did. me. Yeah. I just remember sitting there listening on the edge of my seat, already knowing it all worked out. Okay, I knew it worked it was out. Okay, good sitting in front of us. I can't imagine you in that moment not knowing it was going to all work out. Right. So that's
2: that's yeah. intense. It was, you know, and and I don't know how much I'm supposed to share, right? But truthfully, you know, there was a lot of family members that were kind of like, oh, "Are you sure it's a good idea to go over there oh, right yeah. now?" You know, I imagine. maybe there's another place that you could adopt kids from. And uh, but my mom and dad felt really strongly about the Ukraine uh, just based on kind of how the orphans with special needs are treated. Yeah. Mm, Um, Yeah. You know, and a lot of times need
1: and they wanted to take care of what they could.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and a lot of times over there, the culture is, you know, if you have a kid with down syndrome, even if you could take care of the child, you just drop them off at an orphanage. Right. So like my brother Nash has a wealthy family that he comes from, but has down syndrome. So they they just view special needs differently. Obviously. So sure. um, they look at it that there's really not a whole lot of value,
0: yeah. I guess,
2: mm-hmm. that he's going to add. Um, I would submit that they're wrong. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's and really again, sad. kudos to the Harlan family for stepping
0: up to the plate and yeah. going through a war zone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just kind of
1: goes to show how taking me back to some that day. people are so far behind where everybody else is with that sort of. That seems like something you'd hear about like 50 years ago. Yeah. It's still happening today and that's really sad.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and and I I think for me I've seen and grown up around kind of both sides of it, right? You've got the international adoption side. Um, Obviously there are, uh, you know, places that are like that, that um, don't treat children with special needs or even just orphan children. Special needs are no, um, you know, in a great way, and, right. Or in a humane way, uh, some people might say, right? Sure. Um, and I've also seen the side, both you know, domestic as well, where you know we've got we've got a problem here on our own soil with sure. kids that don't have homes. Right. Um, yeah. You know, growing up, growing up in that environment, uh, when we were living in Arizona. We had a total of fourteen kids go through our house doing foster care. Sure. Sure. And. Um, you know, I just I think about each of the stories for each of those kids. You know, a lot of the kids were um, newborns. You know, you get infants that come in that uh, you know have broken bones, mm-hmm. ribs, femurs, all that kind of stuff, and it's it's terrible to see. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of a lot of drug abuse as well. Uh, so kids kids with special needs that are a result of drug abuse. I mean, to the extent of we had a little girl at one point in time that actually didn't have a brain. Uh, only had a brain stem, wow, so you know that that girl, thanks to drug abuse, will be you know um, for the most for the most part, just breathing and uh, feeding tubes and you know just essential bodily functions that right. uh, your body can perform with only a brain stem.
0: Wow, Jesus so
2: yeah, so I mean it's kind of heavy, right? yeah, but seeing it is. seeing some it's of that reality, stuff, though. I mean, I, I think it's shaped my perspective on the way. Way that I view life and yeah, yeah. and view everything, you know, I'm most people would say I'm a pretty positive person, right? Oh, sure. yeah. And so mm-hmm. some of that I think, and you know, growing up around some of that, I've learned to be thankful, right, for all the different things that are uh, going well for me, for all the different things that i have to be thankful for
0: yeah yeah
2: right i don't know you know you got two options you can get down on it and be like i don't know why people do this kind of stuff <laughs> or you or you can be thankful and mm-hmm. and so my family is a very thankful type of family you yeah. know we're all glad to have each other and each each member of the harlan clan uh, provides a different special attribute that just makes the family a family
0: yeah right? that's so cool oh, yeah that's awesome. That's great, and and you have a lot to be thankful for. Um, just getting into a couple of them, uh, you just recently graduated, uh, correct? And you did something
2: else along with that. Yeah, I, uh, when I when I graduate, I just graduated from LTC with my associate's Congrats. degree. Congrats! Yes,
1: congratulations! You. Awesome.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So I just I just finished that with a four point oh, and I uh, was selected as the student speaker. <gasps>
1: Well, that's exciting. Did you
0: not know that? I didn't
1: know that. I saw pictures on Facebook (laughs) of, I think, uh, another former member. You took some pictures with them. Yeah. So I knew that you had graduated, but I didn't know that part.
2: Yeah. So I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. I had a teacher. So in order to to do this, you have to get nominated by a teacher so you can't like apply or whatever. So I had a teacher ask me you know, if he nominated me, if I'd be interested in speaking. And I said, yeah, I love i love speaking sure let's do it right i'm kind of just like uh, <laughs> do you know my name, my name is Taylor Have we met? Yes. <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like an off the cuff type thing sure i'll i'll do that whatever yeah, right yeah. and then and then uh you know so i show up to meet with whoever and i didn't realize i guess i just didn't think i graduated you know really i mean the last graduation i attended was like my eighth grade graduation <laughs> yeah yeah because i just got my ged okay you know yeah. so uh I have no idea what I'm supposed to do or like what this looks like. Maybe everyone speaks. I have no idea, yeah, right? How many? Yeah. If there's multiple speakers, so no. As it turns out, there's one, and, <laughs> and uh, it's you. And his name is Taylor Harlan. Yeah. How so
1: many, I, how many I, people were there?
2: I don't. Oh, at the graduation. Yeah. Uh, well, I had read. I think that there were somewhere around 300 graduates. Wow. So, and each graduate was allowed to have, um, three guests. <gasps> do the oh, math. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, I thought you meant 300 total.
2: Around a thousand people. Wow. Yeah. Now that includes online and all that kind of stuff. So I, I guess if I had to predict, maybe six or seven hundred, something like that, maybe. Still. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm it was just interesting. going to downplay this for a second. <laughs> that many. And I'm just like an off the t- off the cuff type of speaker. Oh, I don't, sure. Yeah. I don't do well with scripts. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like to just get up and and talk, and I'm uh-huh. perfectly comfortable with that. So, but they wanted a script, right? And so I like, like edit it yeah, they or
0: can't what? This guy, this long bearded man, <laughs> off on some political rant on, or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, me and me and my big holy ears are gonna get up there on stage and just start saying some crazy stuff, right? They don't, <laughs> they don't want to hear about <laughs> the Minecraft. government watching and all that yeah. kind of yeah, stuff when uh-huh. I get up there. Yeah, or how I wear a tin hat. So. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they wanted to monitor that a little bit so yeah so I did I did write up a, a script they had to review it and um, their lawyers had to approve of it wow and then I had to sign something saying that I would you won't de- deviate. I won't deviate from it yeah oh, or else man. I'm responsible for the damages or whatever that is right you know <laughs> you go up there and smack hey, talk the president or whatever. strongly worded yeah, letters
1: yeah. from parents or something yeah
2: maybe I have to write handwritten ones in return or something. Wow, but, that's great. Yeah, so I didn't say anything offensive. They, Good yeah, job. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the editing, they didn't really have much to, to give me. You know, a couple things. You, you forgot a period here. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a
2: couple things. You know, where some of them were kind of interesting because they're things that I guess I just don't think about. You know, so my natural speech is, I have been given the opportunity to talk to you today, uh-huh. right? They didn't like that I had been given it made it sound like I got it and nobody else got oh, it I guess. Oh. So instead, I had to force myself to say I have the opportunity. So content-wise, I didn't have to make semantics. adjustments. Come on. Wow. But it was it was you could tell a lawyer went through it, right? Because sure. every every fine detail like that was like <laughs> Okay, I guess I haven't been given this. Fine I <laughs> just cold. have it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh.
2: yeah. So it's
1: just tweaked. We'll call it tweaked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tweaked so little but
2: little. it was awesome. I mean, it was an awesome experience. That's to, very cool. To do that, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, then along with that, um, and something you've probably been doing long before you
2: graduated, you also do some woodworking, too. That's correct, yeah. yeah. So it's actually it's kind of funny, I guess. When I was growing up, I used to skateboard all the time. That was kind of my thing. Again, West Coast, totally. gnarly. Gnarly, dude. Pretty rad growing up, skateboarding. Catching some sick air, bro. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yep. So uh, none of the other kids, I guess wanted to put forth the effort to build the skateboard ramps so oh, sure. mm-hmm. using only hand tools because that was all I was allowed to use at the time uh-huh. I I built all the neighborhood kid skateboard ramps and we're talking like 4 foot ramps that are just like wow you know have people jumping up and down on it it's like a lot of pressure for someone who's like uh, yeah 14 13 trying to build with hammer nails and a yeah and a so saw So you're talking
1: about like a curved
2: I didn't build any ramped? of the curved no. ones, okay. no it was what they call a roll-in, okay, yeah, so it's a little bit more straight ramped, but sure, sure. yeah, so that was kind of where that started, I guess, and uh, you know, as far as my heritage goes, you know, woodworking is kind of a kind of a big deal for the Harlan side of my family, huh. Uh, my grandfather uh, was big into building furniture and, and all kinds of stuff, and he did awesome work, so um, so yeah, but I hadn't really touched it since I was 15. And my my wife and I just bought our first house. Who also works here, right? Yes. Yeah. Courtney Harlan. Shout, shout give her, out. Give there her a go. shout out. There we up. Up, yep. Courtney? Yep. Woo woo. So my loving, beautiful wife who, well, speaking of thankful things, I'm thankful to have because those of you who know me know I'm pretty lucky. Uh-huh. I just slid that sheet across the table, by the way, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. It's not. It's not. It's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But we just bought a house, and she was all wound up to start decorating. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: we're
2: <laughs> we're looking at. She's showing me this table. There's like a specific moment in time. She's showing me this table, and I'm looking uh, at this table. I'm like, "What is? It's a dining room table, okay?" Yeah. And so our house is is up in Manitowoc. It's from like 1910. Got kind of that farmhouse feel going for it which is kind of cool um so she's showing me this farmhouse table and you know what's in now it's like weathered and all this stuff which basically is just like i don't know crappy furniture that you can sell for thousands of dollars (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm looking at this table and i'm like i could i could build i'm not paying it was a thousand dollars for this table nope and, I, and I'm just cheap, I guess maybe no, that's how it started
0: I, I, No, I don't think so
2: okay think well fine thank you thank you for that. <laughs> Courtney might have a different opinion. that's fine yeah, it's fine so I I said, you know you give me six hundred dollars. I will buy all the tools and make that table. that's awesome and uh, yeah, so that's that's basically what happened. It took probably a month. the table is about seven feet long and about three and a half feet wide so it's a it's a pretty large table do you have a photo of this table i do i've seen it totally
0: put that on the blog yeah i've seen it on the old facebook Hmm. yeah or or i've seen some of your woodworking i don't know if it was the actual (laughs) table but i know i've seen didn't you make like a bench or or like something Mm. for outside as well
2: yep okay yeah i've made so over the past year i've made just like i've made coffee a coffee table i made two coffee tables actually the one for my living room is a big hearty thick coffee table sure. uh it's super heavy i didn't realize how heavy that was gonna be until i tried to move it after building it it's I a was nice like, secure place to put your coffee yeah, yeah it's i mean earthquakes won't even stop this coffee table right <laughs> so uh good american made coffee table in my Beautiful. living room upstairs though i've got a game room uh where me and my brothers will play like board games or video games or whatever yeah and uh as maybe uh, sibling rivalry goes, you know, as the oldest brother. I know exactly what you're talking about. I have to assert my dominance as being the winner at everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, Zachary, who works here as well, uh, helped me build a Shout table. Shout out to Zachary. Yep. And my brother Max uh, also helped me. And so, what we did is I've got a stenciling machine. Uh-huh. So, I took a picture of my face and then uh, put it through the stenciling machine. <laughs> oh, no. So, the table uh, across the top. Uh, the top of the table just has like a graffiti style stencil of my face wearing a crown. Oh no! Beard okay, and our all.
1: Listeners are going to want to hear to see this, so we need photos of this. Yeah, for sure.
2: It, all the photos are in a are in an album that I've created on Facebook called Woodworking: Things That I Make Out of Wood.
0: Fantastic! We are going to stalk it Absolutely. and steal
2: it. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know. All yours. It's actually property of Facebook. So if you're stealing it, it's, it's, it's a good true. point. Yeah. Because yeah. I gave up the rights to my own pictures when I put <laughs> it on Facebook. <laughs> very true. Very true. So
1: do you have a specific type of wood that you prefer to work with?
2: Uh, I mean, it really depends on what I'm making. You gotta, you gotta be open to trying new things. Um, you know, if you're, if you're building things for outdoors, you know, use something that is gonna, is gonna be better off, you know, like obviously you still want to seal it, but you, know, you can use some cedar or something like that. That's not going to have as much problem with the weathering. If, if the sealant starts to go. Um, although I'm not too worried because usually if I'm building something for outside, I just use boat sealant because I figure it, there's oh, no way <laughs> if boats can sit in water uh, all day and yeah. not have a problem. Yeah, right. That, <laughs> yeah. that bench I made is going to be just, just fine. fine. Yeah. leave it out in a thousand rainstorms.
1: That's a great idea.
2: Yeah. So, so
0: have you ever thought of pursuing anything having to do with this? Because I know Etsy would probably take you that. on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, try um, shipping
1: one of those benches, though. Yeah, that, like, coffee yeah. table.
2: I was yeah, I was People thinking probably I'd probably pay. do do something local. Okay. You know, I've thought about it a lot of times, and I've made a lot of different things as like gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. But I haven't actually. I've sold one thing. One thing I've sold, uh, and it took me probably about a year to get around to. Oh, uh, gosh. Lisa Leffring requested a uh, like a decorative sign, okay. and it took me forever to make. Oh, yeah, well, and mm. you know, there's. And there's other people that have requested things that I just, I don't know. My problem is, is that I like to just make whatever it is I want to make. And so that's kind of what I struggle with. So like with the order taking of it and anytime that I'm making something that I don't want to make, it's because my wife wants me to make it. (laughs) And then she just cracks the whip on me. Right. I can't just like sit around the house. If I'm, you could
1: be making that thing she asked.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm, So good point.
0: So she's, (laughs) yeah. So she's feeling nervous for you right now in that situation. Did
1: you make it for her? Do you I, have any pending projects right
0: now? Oh
2: yes, oh, <laughs> that never ends. I mean, that's true. The last thing I did, I we've got a mud room, I, so I put up a shiplap wall for the mud room. Okay, it's pretty cool. So I've yet to do a stencil. We're gonna stencil on the on the wood there that says uh, the Harlins, that's or awesome. something, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, nice. So, but I've got uh, you know a backlog like you wouldn't <laughs> believe. Um, so yeah, so a, oh, I,
0: I have it right here as a matter of fact.
2: <laughs> Paper just rolls out. Courtney keeps that one. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Very so, because I can't keep is track it in of that. Is that a spreadsheet? It's not. It's not. It's on a rolled up scroll. <laughs> yeah. Courtney is very much a a handwriting person. Sure. She loves lists. She's got planners, all that kind of stuff. It's
1: a chick thing. I'm a list person, too.
0: Hey, go yeah.
2: for it.
1: Yeah. Whatever so, gets
0: the job
2: done, or
0: in her case. <laughs> <laughs> whatever keeps
2: cracking It's at least that a whip.
1: constant reminder that you need to get the job done.
2: Right. Yeah. So whereas I'll type something up, I I here I've been thinking Courtney's the only person out of high school that buys planners every year, but maybe not. Nope. Um you a planner? Yeah. Okay. So and and it has stickers. She buys stickers for the planners. Oh. So she well, just good showed for me
0: for her though. I mean, let's be honest. That's not a bad thing.
2: Yeah. I'm not I'm not as organized as I probably could be, so that's uh, you know. A good compliment to my personality, exactly. sure, sure. And she does sweet things in the planner. You know, it's kind of uh, it's it's nerdy and sweet. <laughs> so last night, uh, she showed me that on the calendar portion of the planner on our anniversary date, she put the sticker that says "best day ever" on it, and it's got flowers. So got a little warmth in my chest. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> so she's cute about
1: anniversary it. coming up.
2: Uh, it's September 5th, oh, so you're like, okay. you're like, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is why
1: Courtney has a planner. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. No. Can you cut that part?
2: Can you cut, please? Yeah. No, I, cut that out. I definitely remember my anniversary because, um, you know, that's... That's a big deal, Yeah. That right? is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. And it, has it, hasn't deal. Ever. it hasn't been that long either, right, you know? Right. So, Well, how long have you been married? Like oh, two that's, years? That's the stumper,
1: right? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, <laughs> two
2: years. <laughs> It'll be three years uh, this year. That's
1: nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, but we've, we've been together for, I don't know, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably oof, probably eight years or so. Oh. Yeah. I, I met her just a couple months after I started working for staff again. Mm-hmm. Um. In two thousand, two thousand ten, so it's been You're doing really well with the dates and times. I just got yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, you're you're throwing numbers out there like
0: I got a right in the tip of your tongue. I got a brain for numbers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But uh, I I think we pretty much exo- I mean, I know I know you We could probably talk for we days We could talk for, yes, days Days mm-hmm. is actually the right yes. word choice for Not that Not hours, days um, And it's always a pleasure So thank you for coming on, Taylor uh, And maybe we'll do
2: this again sometime in the future Yeah We have the guests sign us off So, all right Well, this is Taylor Harlan And you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock A podcast made the Johnsonville way <laughs>
1: Let's use
0: that. <laughs> <laughs>